Blog Talk Radio. on love, life, career, and whatever is on your mind. So give us a call at 646-381-4141. Tonight, Dr. Cirillo and I will be taking your calls all evening, so we want to hear from you. The switchboard is already lighting up, so give us a call at 646-381-4141. Well, guys, do you remember in March of this year, I gave a prediction here on the air about uh, the bachelor, Jake, and his fiancée, Vienna. Do you remember? Yes. I think you said they were going to break up. Yes, I did. Um, And the news as of over the weekend or sometime in the past couple of days is they they broke up. up. Yeah. I know. So, um, you know, uh, is anybody watching The Bachelorette? No, I'm not. Doctor, no, Cirillo? I just catch glimpses of it. I, uh, you know, I, I don't really like watching reality shows because I screen for some of the shows. But I, I know that a lot of the people go on it just to be famous, and they really let say right. have girlfriends back home or right. gay or they're not interested. Sure. Right, and that's what I wanted to talk about because that's exactly what's happening. I don't get to watch it because oftentimes I'm working in the evenings, but I happened to catch it on Hulu, Hulu today. And, um, I, you know, it's becoming really appalling the way, you know, I don't know what kind of screening process. I mean, you would probably know because you do, you know, that you, you screen and, and do your psychological stuff. For these, well, um, the only thing I'm screening for is major, major problems or some trauma, let's say like a family member committed suicide within the last year or the person just got out of drug rehab. People that are, let's say, kooky enough uh, that they'll be interesting. You don't want people that are just so totally stable and well adjusted and then there's no story, but you don't want somebody that's got such serious emotional problems that, that they'll wind up having a breakdown or being hurt if things don't go out there, go, go their way. So, yeah, but you're only really screening out major, major problems. Everybody's going to tell you what you want to hear if you ask, are you involved with anybody now? Right. And they're applying to be the next uh, wife of, of the host. Of course, they're going to say, no, that was true when I, when I uh, screened for Flavor of Love, you know, a lot of the girls weren't really interested in him. They were in their 20s. He was in his late 40s. Right. But they saw it as their one and only chance to get on a major show. Right. And look at, um, you also did the screening. Did you for uh, that New York, New York, whatever, that show that she got, New I love York New got? New York? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Amorosa. 
Um, I really have didn't watch much of that either, one of those shows. But, you know, I caught a glimpse of them every now and then. It was, and, and her behavior at times was a little bit bizarre. But it really, I find it um, amazing that these shows, A, are on the air, and B, that, um, you know, that there isn't some method of screening in a better way. I mean, based on what you're saying, I mean, I understand that, if you say, do you have any boyfriends or girlfriends or whatever, they're going to say yes or no, you know, whatever the appropriate answer is. And I know it's hard to really screen for that. But um, I'm, some of these things are so bizarre, it just makes me feel that um, these shows are more out for ratings than anything else. Hey, they're there for entertainment. Let's face it, if you really want to meet somebody and find a serious partner, you don't do it on television. You do it in, in <laughs> private, just the two of you uh, going out on dates. Uh, you, you don't have all this social pressure around you to like this one, don't like that. It, it's not a it's not a good way to actually meet somebody, but it is entertaining. If you look at it that way, you don't expect uh, lifelong relationships to come from it. Well, just as an aside about the uh, reality shows in general, uh, I have a friend, without mentioning names, that used to uh, work on The Real World, which was like the granddaddy of all these things, The Real World and Survivor, I think, yeah. started this craze here in America. And the actors were, or the, the people on the participants of the show, which in the end were actors, would get sides every day. And they would be told that this person should probably get into a fight with that person by this point uh. because it's pretty much good. It's just pure It's storytelling. After a certain point, there has to be a conflict, and if there's a certain character that hasn't appeared within three episodes, then the audience forgets about him, so they have to cameo different people. It is, it's, it, most of the time, at least from that point, it, it's, it's set up, because otherwise, I mean, what do you do when you just have people that don't want to talk to each other for a half hour straight? So... No, it's true, but I didn't realize it was as scripted as as apparently these things really are. But I have an idea for a really a totally different kind of dating reality show, um, and I feel this one would be legit because it would be different than any of these other ones are. But, um, you know, I don't know who to market it to or how to get it on the air, so for right now it's just in my head. But I was just curious um, if anybody's keeping up with this because, again, they've had in the past couple of years some really, really major, um, you know, snafus going on with, with either The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And to me, it's really starting to feel like it's just ratings that they're after and not much else, you know, at the expense of whoever The Bachelor or The Bachelorette is. So that's kind well, of, I'm sure he or she does all right. After they get off that show, they can find a really nice match who wouldn't have been available to them before they were on the show. So right. I don't think they're hurting. No, and plus I'm sure they're making a nice little salary for and, – and opportunities are going to be opening up for them that, you know, um, obviously wouldn't be opening up for them if they weren't starring in the show for the season. So um, – in any event, I just wanted to bring it up and see what you guys thought, and especially well, well, I Dr. Like the idea about the reality show. You know, what about Frank's friend who's uh, used to work on Real World? If he's a producer, is he doing anything now or in a position to uh, propose this new type of real reality dating show? Um, which Frank? Our Frank? Yes. You have you have you know somebody, Frank? 
I, I knew someone who worked on the set. Uh, oh. They they were they were uh, on, on the technical end of things, not the. Uh, oh, not but the maybe that person would know who who I could pitch it to. It's not so much that this is a legit idea that that grabs me. It's just that nobody else has done anything like what I have in mind. Well, I think a great reality show would be a psychic and a uh, psychiatrist living together in a two-bedroom apartment <laughs> downtown of Soho, and the wackiness that would ensue. Maybe one can have a part-time job as a barista. The other one can, like, have, you know, her patients come to the apartment all the time. One's really sloppy. The other one's really neat. It'll be crazy. Frank, I don't know if you should have, you should have uh, said that one out loud on the air. Someone might I know. It actually is a good idea. idea. Uh, uh, Jean, do you like dogs? <laughs> oh, that's right. Anybody who lives with you has to love your dog. Right. <laughs> what if I'm allergic to the, the collies? They they develop uh, huge coats, and then they shed if they're in the warm weather in the apartment. They'll I know. They'll coat off. I don't need this, and then I might... The uh, dander might go up my nose, and I won't be too happy with you. <laughs> I guess what amazing no. television that would be in the end, though. I mean, the ratings would be off. Everybody loves watching tragedy. <laughs> and everybody loves a dog, too. So. Oh, yes. They would I take all the a, attention. Right. Dogs I think and monkeys it's a, and kids. I think it's a perfect match. I think it's a great idea. So now we have two reality shows to pitch. Well, that one's not so much a reality show. It's more a comedy, I guess. Well, Lady Fontaine, I have a question for you about yeah. the shows. When you are watching uh, these beings, just to reiterate to the listeners, the world's number one love psychic, do you ever get vibes from maybe not even just reality shows, but news broadcasts, validation, if you will, uh, as you would say, about certain stories, certain characters, this one's really lying, so on and so forth? Um, well, you know, the other day it was funny, um, and this happens to me often. I'll be watching a show, and I'm sure this happens to a lot of people, but um, or I think it might. Um, you know, there I am watching a show for the first time, and I'm saying the person's lines before they say it. You know, and I do that often when I'm watching a show, and I used to drive my ex-husband crazy because I would always tell him, he would take me to movies that he thought I could never figure out what the ending would be, and, <laughs> and I would be sitting there in the first five minutes of the show, and I would say, they did it. <laughs> and he'd go, no, 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 don't tell me you figured that one out. And I said, I could just feel it. It's so obvious to me. So the answer is kind of yes. Um, not always, though. I mean, sometimes I am surprised with what, what people do, but um, I often, if I do, and I don't watch, I don't have the opportunity of watching a lot of these shows on a regular basis, but when I get an opportunity to watch them, I generally can peg everybody, you know, very, very quickly and the outcome very, very quickly. So you would say, like, if you say you're watching the nightly news and someone says something, you would maybe get the sense that there's more to a story? Uh, is, would, would that be the case? That then is. Being presented, um, so to speak? Well, there have been times that I have, you know, watched uh, a news story or a special or something like that, and I can tell right away when there are things that are hidden or not being disclosed. Absolutely. Not always, but sometimes. You know, sometimes I just watch this stuff to enjoy it and not to be psychic, and, and I, I have the ability of sort of shutting down but sometimes things are just so obvious that I could either start hearing it or picking up or pick up feelings regarding things. Um, 
you know, that are pretty significant about, you know, either shows or cases or anything of that nature. So, yeah. Why you don't? Oh, of course. I mean, <laughs> as, as you heard last week, I am actually the, the most psychic person. Oh, yeah, that's right. I don't think that all of our callers tonight are calling in, no offense, to hear anything from Frank. <laughs> I could never I think know. Actually call it, well, they want to hear Frank's humor and his insight, of course, but I think that they want predictions from you, Lady Fontaine. Right, I know. Yeah. We do have yeah, a lot I of callers. Name, so phone, uh, lines are, phone lines are open. Please to speak with Lady Fontaine. And, of course, Dr. Cirillo, who I did not forget, because they want your advice too, Dr. Cirillo. Well, you know, they want the quick fix. They want Lady Fontaine to tell them the most definite thing. Is this going to happen or won't it happen? And then I think they like it when I jump in with my perspective. And I think they like it when you and Frank, and certainly Frank gives the man's perspective. Uh, Definitely. And sometimes he can come up with, hey, this guy must be feeling, you know, he's not just that, he's just not that into you or whatever it is. And you know, the more perspectives, the better. But I would agree that Lady is the person that they're originally drawn to where they feel that they have to make the call about this issue. Well, Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo are both here to answer all of your questions. So call 646-381-4141 to get expert advice on all that troubles you. And remember, if you don't get on the air tonight, please send us your question at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. And now it's time for Sky McKenna's Skywatch Report. Hello, everybody. This is Sky McKenna with my weekly Skywatch Energy Report. This is a review of the energies for the upcoming week. And if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives on AchieveRadio.com or you can go to my new website, SkyMcKenna.com, and click the link near the top of the page. You can also read the Energy Report on my new blog. There's a link at the top of my website for that, too. Also, my new book, Astrology in You 2010, is available on my website or on Amazon.com now. It's for the whole year and covers everything from astrology basics to major aspects, sign changes, world astrology, and there's a forecast for each sign for all of the upcoming Mercury retrograde periods and all of the eclipses. There are several. I'm told it's very useful, informative, and an easy read. And if you buy it from my website, I'll send you an autographed copy, a free birth chart, so you can follow along with the aspects if you'd like and learn more about astrology. And you'll also get free shipping if you buy it from my website. All the information is there on my website, skymckenna.com. So, we've got the wind at our backs. We're still holding on to our hats. Here's the week ahead in eight minutes or less. And this, then, is for the week beginning Sunday, June 27, 2010. Now, except for that ultra-powerful lunar eclipse that was exact today, Saturday, June 26, fortunately, this is a much quieter week, astrologically speaking, and you can listen or read last week's Skywatch for all the gory details about the eclipse if you missed it. And during the build-up to this lunar eclipse, we've probably had some fired-up emotions of our own and those around us. And because of the powerful and difficult aspect patterns involved with this eclipse, these energies will be with us for the next several months, especially as we get into early August and that grand cardinal cross of planets. And we can all make the most of this time by trying to find a balance in our lives. That's not always easy, I know, but whatever we can do along those lines will just make the inevitable changes that are on their way flow more easily later on. There is, however, another very challenging aspect that occurs this week. It's on Sunday, June 27th, 
when Mercury faces off with Pluto at four degrees of Cancer and Capricorn, and that engages that powerful, potent, and sensitive point of the eclipse. And today we may find that manipulative people and power games are likely, and we'll really need to be sure that we aren't the ones doing the manipulation. And today we also need to be aware of how powerful our words are, both internal and spoken. We may learn firsthand that we can either create or destroy with them, and all communications can be or feel more forceful or penetrating now. We'll want to give ourselves and those around us some mental and emotional space today. And then Monday, June 28th, the sun will unite with Mercury, and this finally will be the day to communicate. We'll be alert and aware, and we can also have a clear or sudden insight about our goals and our future plans. Given just a bit of effort, this can be a great day of achievement, especially if we can just let go and go with the flow. Now Wednesday, June 30th, Mercury will join up with the south lunar node. This point in the sky is linked to the past. So be alert to new information from the past coming to you, and be alert for anything related to the past that surfaces. We may also find that we'll need to rethink our beliefs about someone or something from the past, and let go, basically. So be alert to that possibility as well. Now on Thursday, July 1st, Mercury will form a wonderful aspect of opportunity with Mars. And this is also about communication and conversation, but in an extremely positive way. And our connections will probably be direct and quick. This would be a great day to speak up for ourselves, especially if there's been an issue that needs to be cleared or something that needs to be resolved. It's also a great day for making agreements or signing contracts. We should find that we and others speak directly and we mean what we say. Then finally, Saturday, July 3rd, now it's the sun's turn to join with the south lunar node. And remember, that's a point connected to the past. And we'll probably need to let go of something that no longer serves us. We may feel a poignant sadness or we may feel relief. It could even be releasing a negative belief that's been holding us back. Either way, if we can release and just let go, we can find a lot of energy that wasn't there before. Now this week, I want to talk some more about how and where each sign will experience the energy of Saturday's lunar eclipse. It's really significant enough to take another look at. And as always, this will apply to your sun sign and rising ascendant sign if you know it. Aries, your career and professional life will be stimulated, especially since Pluto will conjunct the eclipse point. Power struggles or secrecy could be involved, and do expect some career changes. Taurus, education, long travels, foreign countries and people, and even the law and the judicial system may come into focus. And expect emotions to be stirred in or by these events. Gemini, be ready for intense emotions regarding shared resources and expect expanded intuition and even psychic events to make themselves known in your life. Cancer, watch for developments and heightened emotions to come to the fore regarding any and all of your partnerships. Things could get kind of emotional now. Leo, expect expanded awareness and changes in your work, health, or service, as well as your inner growth to present themselves now. Virgo, expect romance, creativity, pleasures, and love, and or children to come to the fore now. Things could get kind of emotional in those areas for you. Libra, unexpected changes around the home or in the family could stir some emotions now. So be alert to those possible changes. Scorpio, communications and short trips and even unexpected messages and opportunities to travel may arrive. And they may also stir up your emotions in some way. Sagittarius, look for unexpected changes and new awarenesses and opportunities that surround your finances. You could have a breakthrough now. Capricorn, new awarenesses and changes within yourself can come to the fore. You may also find yourself more emotional over the next few months. Aquarius, you may discover your own or others' hidden motivations, and deep emotions or knowledge may float to the surface of your conscious awareness, and it may bring up some new emotions for you. 
Pisces, hopes, wishes, and sudden or exciting new inner awarenesses can surface around your hopes and dreams. And there may also be some emotional changes in your circle of friends. Well, that's a wrap for this week's edition of the Skywatch Energy Report. And remember, if you miss any of this, you can re-listen each week in the archives or visit my website, skymckenna.com, and the link is right there at the top of the page. And you'll also find a link to my new blog if you'd like to read the Energy Report. And remember, the animals still need your help. You can feed a homeless animal with just the click of the mouse. It's absolutely, positively, no questions asked free. In 2009, your clicks equaled 92 million bowls of food for homeless animals. So just go to theanimalrescuesite.com and click on the purple button that says, click here, it's free. Well, that's about it for this week. And remember, you never lose by loving, you always lose by holding back. So till next time, take good care, God bless, and namaste. Well, at least we have a quiet week in store for us, and it seems like we made it through that lunar eclipse. So um, hopefully um, her predictions for this week will come true because it said, at least for me, Gemini, that expanded psychic abilities. So we'll see how we do today because we do have a lot of callers lined up for us. Um, And I just want to mention again that we had such an amazing time last week with Sky. She gave us all an incredible amount of details about what is in store for us. So be sure to contact her at her website at skymckenna.com for a reading. Is Frank around? I was on. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hi, Frank. We're not going to start the missing Frank. Uh, <laughs> Frank. So look for the Frank again, are we? Can you not hear me? We can hear you. Okay. All right. <laughs> I, uh, all right. Uh, well, it's time for the mailbag question of the day. The letter goes, Dear Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo, I've been dating a wonderful woman named Samantha on and off for several years. I'm very serious about her, but she isn't nearly as serious about me. She's an attorney, and she recently went to Europe for a few months and came back in April. We had dinner. She was wonderful and more or less let me know that she wanted to see more of me. Anyhow, she had a major snafu at work. She works for a big law firm, and she made a very critical error with a big client, and literally the head attorney sent her home. She was afraid of losing her job, and I didn't hear from her for a while. I tried to give her space, but I am really concerned. She recently found out that she is not going to lose her job, but she is on some sort of probation and hasn't been responsive to me at all. I've tried to give her space, but I'm very sad. What should I do? Leon in Baltimore, Maryland. Well, um, you know, this is interesting because I have a, a, a client, another client that um, has a very similar situation that went on um, with somebody that he was seeing. So I guess it must have something to do with the astrological configuration of things. But for Leon, what I feel with Samantha is um, I feel this whole situation with work shook her up at the core I feel, um, you know, the, the, the least important thing to her right now is a relationship. She's still reeling from this whole situation that happened at work, and I feel she just needs a little bit more time before, she, you know, her focus is going to be back on relationships and building things, you know, with Leon. Um, I, 
I'm feeling in the energy that she still feels deep in her heart of hearts um, that same desire to take the relationship to either the next level or to start seeing each other more frequently. But the best advice that I can give you, Leon, is don't crowd her right now and don't put any pressure on her because she does feel very fragile to me in lieu of you know what has gone on with work. But I, I feel things will get back on track um, to me, it kind of feels like she's still going to need several more weeks before she's at a point where she's going to be focusing back on you. Uh, Dr. Cirillo, what do you think? Yeah, I was just going to say, I think that this woman lawyer feels that she's doing Leon a favor right now because she can't be up to her old, cheerful, powerful self as feeling like a successful lawyer and uh also a successful lover, and she. this has been a major blow to her self-esteem. You know, you become a doctor or a lawyer, you feel, I'm a professional, I can't really get fired. So when you do it, it's unexpected, and you realize that you are vulnerable, and I don't think she wants to dump on Leon. Mm. And sometimes what happens is we avoid the people we're close to because then we're afraid we're going to show our bad side, and it's going to be overwhelming for the other person, and you know, they might listen for a while, but then they'll get tired of it if we don't go back to the relationship, if I'm, we're not in a good mood, and before she knows it, she might lose Leon. So I think she's sort of keeping him at a distance because she feels he can't handle the intensity of uh, the depression that she's feeling, and maybe he can't. You know, often a boyfriend or a husband or somebody will say, oh, okay, come on, you still have me, or, mm. you know, things will be all right. And, and that pushes the, the person with the self-esteem problem away even more. So I think if she felt that Leon could really handle it and would accept her and would be there for her as a listener and possibly even as supportive advice, maybe she would tell him more. But I think her reaction is to sort of clam up and, and stay away because she feels she's not up to the task. That's a really good perspective and, a, and, and good advice, um, and, I, and I agree with you. Um, and I know what that's like when somebody says, um, you know, oh, I'm here, or, you know, at least you still have me, you know, or don't worry about it or something like that, because obviously, you know, this is, she spent years and years, you know, preparing for this career, and, you know, um, she's got a successful career with a big law firm, um, and I know she doesn't want to lose it, and she doesn't want to risk anything. So that's a great perspective. Yeah, and in one joke, she feels that she could lose it. You know, there was a rumor, too, that when Katie Couric had first gotten her position with CBS that it wasn't going as smoothly as she thought it would go. This was in one of the tabloids. You know, I'm not saying anything anybody doesn't know. And she was dating, I think it was Tom Werner, who is a multi-billionaire, and you know, that, that it was affecting the relationship when she would complain to him about some of the things at work that weren't going the way she wanted, and then the next thing you heard, they weren't an item anymore. And I think this woman feels the same way, that, uh, gee, if I show him my bad side or if I show him, God forbid, that my work for now might be more important than, than the relationship with him, next thing I'm going to push him away and lose him too. And, you know, when somebody's got something on their mind, Sometimes I find men are better at just, like, pushing it aside. But often when you're upset, you can't not talk about it because mm -hmm. it's on your mind constantly, especially she's still working there. She has to see the people every day and 
she's reminded of, of the problems she had. So, you know, you, you don't want to have to be going to a party and being on good behavior and, and acting happy. You don't want to have to put on a front. You just want to be by yourself or be with someone who you can dump and brood and possibly work out the situation with. Right, and hopefully Leon will understand that, um, you know, because if he were in a similar situation, it's not an uncommon um, perspective for somebody to have to sort of retreat and, you know, not want to be with, like you say, at a party and pretending that you're happy or anything of that nature. And, again, because of all, you know, being a lawyer and all the years she put into this, and, you know, the, the legal community is a small community. If she got fired from this big law firm, I'm sure every other law firm in whatever city they're at would be would be aware of that. You know, that's a good point that you brought up. I'm thinking of that. That's another aspect that hadn't occurred to me, but it's definitely true. They say this not only about law, but about all professions, that in the professions, if you get fired or somebody just takes dislike to you and they're the bosses, they tend to badmouth you to other people and then before you know you become unemployable right and you're a professional maybe you could start your own business or get a, a job for government at a lower level but it's not what you want to do right. it's hard it really is i know that when i had trouble in the schools and for a while i wouldn't i wouldn't have been able to go back to the schools as a school psychologist because one administrator will say to another one, you know, we're glad you're taking that person. We want to get rid of them. And you can't prove they did it. Right. It just it just comes out. Sometimes people get fired. There was a law firm where the head of the law firm was indicted and all the people that was on TV had to look for another job and nobody wanted to hire them. And wow. these people had no part of it. And they were obviously high-level professionals. The pyramid gets smaller at the top. But, he, yeah, Leon feels hurt by this. I don't know what kind of work he does, but uh, it does happen even in a marriage. When one partner has trouble at work, before you know it, the marriage or the relationship starts going downhill. Yeah, and, and I, you know, that's why I'm hoping that Leon will give her the space and try to understand because I'm not feeling anything has really changed in the relationship except her focus right now is more on her career, and her energy is heavy. I mean, she just doesn't feel like, um, you know, career is the most important thing. I mean, uh, that uh, the relationship is the most important thing. I'm sure when uh, she got back from her trip to Europe and she sat down with him and said she wanted to, you know, spend more time with him and, and expand the relationship, that at that point that truly was her main focus. Everything else was, you know, cruising along fine in her in her energy. So hopefully Leon will be a little bit patient and, you know, try to be empathetic towards towards uh, Samantha as well because I don't feel she's going anywhere um, and I don't feel that she's, you know, going to be dating anybody else or running away from the relationship. She just needs no, time. I don't think that's her focus at all. I don't yeah. think he has to worry about that. Yeah. No, I all right. That. Hopefully all right. he'll play on. Yeah, that was a great question, Leon. Thank you. And remember, please send us your questions at mailbag at ladyfontaine.com. Lady Fontaine and Dr. Cirillo will be selecting a few questions each week to answer live on each show. Okay. Well, I know we have a bunch of callers waiting on the phone to speak to us. And who is our first caller? Let's see. We have... Let me find our callers. We have Barbara, who is wondering about a future with Peter. 
Okay, Barbara. Hi. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. So uh, tell us a little bit about what's going on with Peter. Um, We are not dating right now. Um, I'm wondering if it's a possibility in the future. Um, He also has some job issues, and I don't know if that's what it is. Um, He's been looking for, like, a good job for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's always busy, and, you know, I don't know if I need to work harder at maybe um, planning something or if I should wait or give up on it or what What do you see going on there? Well, I don't recommend that you do anything, that you contact him or chase after him or plan anything. Um, his focus, um, just like uh, Leon in, in the mailbag question, um, you know, right now his focus seems to be, Peter's focus seems to be elsewhere. However, um, I'm not feeling that real magical connection with, with, between the two of you. I feel almost as if when you guys met or, um, you know, you started to get to know, know each other for a very short period of time, the focus seemed to be there. But I feel his energy being quite distant right now. Um, I'm not one to ever recommend that any any man or woman puts their life on hold for anybody because in the end that's always a waste of time. Um, you know, to the best of your ability, if you can kind of, you know, say next and, you know, plow, plow forward ahead. Um, I'm not saying that he's not going to resurface because I very strongly feel that he will. But right now doesn't feel like the time uh, that you know, it just doesn't feel like the time's right between the two of you. And if I gave you a prediction as far as when I feel he's going to be stepping forward, on any consistent basis, it's months, truly months. And I wouldn't recommend you know st- sitting around waiting for that. Um, did, when you guys were starting to get to know each other, though, was he more attentive? Because to me, it almost feels like a two-week period. Or, or something of that nature, short period of time where his focus was more on you. But still, on a scale of 1 to 10, it's coming through as about a 4, four to a 5. It's not 100%, but it certainly was a heck of a lot more so than it is today. Is that true? Yeah. And there's been short bursts of time, you know, here and there between then and now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, you know, actually I'm dating other people, so I'm not waiting for him. I guess I'm more curious how, you know, because I do think that we, like, it, that it ends up being a long-term relationship, but I was just kind of wondering when that might happen or how, really. Well, well it seems like he's sensing this, too, and the more he senses that you desire commitment, uh, he he kind of pulls away. I don't think he wants to. He said that he he was worried about work, and maybe he feels that he's not stable enough at a point in his life where he can commit to take on some kind of a serious relationship. Because I got the sense that it's the wrong thing to do when you said, "I don't know if I should work harder." Possibly you're working harder. You're pushing too hard. Is really pushing him away. I think you have to be there for him when he wants you and when he wants to have a good time. And it seems like right now he is calling the shots. But as Lady Fontaine said, you're not putting your life on hold because you are hating other people. You are doing what you want to do. So, yeah, you know, the best shot is to uh, certainly 
be there and be interested, but, uh, you know, don't sit around waiting or making demands or uh, turning anything else down. That seems to me to be the best shot. And and the one thing I want to add to that, Barbara, is he's not showing me right now that a long-term committed relationship is in the cards for him. He really, really isn't, um, not, not, not just with you, with anybody. He's just not showing me that. Um, I, I kind of want to ask you if there's um, – I'm, I'm trying to sort of fill out the energy to see if this is an ex-wife or just an ex girlfriend or something of that nature because i feel it's sort of lingering around him and does he have children yes yeah and i feel um does he have a daughter Mhm. yeah um and is he is is this the ex-wife that i feel around him still no he wasn't married i don't even think he was in a relationship with her i i, I almost don't think he's ever really been in a relationship mm-hmm well, that could be a tip-off, too, that he's, he, he, I don't feel that he's, you know, and I said that to you before, he doesn't feel to me that he's going in that direction. But I do feel the, the, either the mother of the, the, the children or, and I'm not saying it's a romantic um, involvement, but there's some involvement there. I mean, I could sort of feel her energy, but I certainly could feel the kids in his energy as well. He just doesn't feel to me that he's looking to really settle down at this point. And when I yeah. look forward, I don't see that that really as a high priority. I mean, it could be years, if at all, before he decides to truly settle down. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's never really been in a relationship before. You know, that is definitely a sign that he has some issues with commitment, whether he doesn't feel ready for it or... Uh, you know, he's just not the type, but I, I think that's a real giveaway. So, you know, you don't give up hope, but certainly you're doing other things, and that sounds like the best path for you to follow. Well, thank you very much for your call, you. Barbara. And he will, he is going to contact you, but you don't. It, our best advice is um, keep on, you know, dating and having a good time and living your life to the best of your ability. Okay, thanks. All right, good luck to you. Okay. All right, who is our next caller? Our next caller is particularly up your alley. She's giving us names. Desiree wants to know if she should go with Henry or Ames. Okay, Desiree. Hi. Hi, how are Hi, you? Desiree. Very well. <laughs> good, good. So tell us a little bit about what's going on. Uh, well, um, two gentlemen are in my life. Um Henry has three kids, and I'm not really, um, I think Ames is more, um, you know, kid-free. So I'm trying to figure out what's the best move here for me. All right, I'm just scanning their energy, because they both feel like decent guys. They really, really do. Um, All right, the first guy's name, again, was what? Henry. Henry. Um, you know, even though he has three kids, there's something very, um, uh, it's drawing me in his energy. So what I have to say is I feel he's got a, a very, very genuine interest in you. And it really feels to me that he's showing you that. Um, he's showing you his interest and he's, um, I don't know, he feels to me to be very, very open and very um, 
um, because he's showing me very much an open heart with him. So, um, you know, he feel Henry feels to me that, um, you know, neither, I'm going to be honest with you, neither are coming through like this is the, the man of your dreams. But Henry feels to me that he would be a good friend and there would be the potential for a, a very decent relationship because he feels like a truly a sweetheart. Ames is coming through with a totally different kind of energy. Um, he's almost, uh, it, it almost comes through um, what I kind of want to say, um, a little bit less interested than Henry, um, but he also feels like a very, very nice guy, and he also feels like, um, what I want to say, a slight bit more um, step forward as far as wanting a relationship. But I'm going to really be honest with you, Desiree, neither of these guys are coming through as being the, the true soulmate. But, you know, I honestly feel if you decide to date either of these guys, you're going to have a good time. Um, I feel both of them would treat you well, and I feel the potential in, with either one of these guys for it to grow into, you know, a nice relationship, but it's not showing itself to me to be long-term committed with either one of these guys. Dr. Cerullo, and you know what's really funny is that um, I had someone in my past, and um, and he had to go back home to take care of his mom and his uncle, and um, his name is Stephen. And I wish for the world that he would come back and, and he has to take care of his family. And his name was, was David? No, Stephen. Oh, Stephen. Yeah. So you're still into Stephen? If if he said, yeah, I mean, that's the bottom line. Because well, it I sounds d- like you have these two other nice guys that are, that are interested in you. you. You must be pretty desirable if... Uh, You've got two nice guys, and they're both interested, and you, you pretty much are saying, well, which one should I pick? But if Stephen's the real love, uh, have you have you contacted him? I mean, do you know if he plans on coming back? Because he might have to take care of his family, but he might also... No, he has to take care of his family, and his finances are very low. And, um, you know, it's called, I think when a man is not being able to financially take care of anything. He's just, he's he's stuck. Yeah, there's no doubt he's stuck. Um, Stephen also, though, shows me, um, uh, again, timing and not just the family stuff. Um, His energy, to me, feels like it's extremely um preoccupied and heavy i mean he just doesn't feel and honestly he almost feels like he's in a depression um he is yeah he is that he is yeah um so i know that and um that's why i try not to contact him as much as i can because of the fact that um you know his energy is very very low and so it's not so much that i'm um to be honest with you, I've been a wallflower and have just been staying at home. So um, it's kind of like um, I, I, I really haven't been going out at all. So um, in regards to soulmates, mm-hmm. you're you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, there's always a reason why people tend to come into your life, and you know, um, there's always a reason for it. So maybe they're they're trying to get me to 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 come out a little bit. Well, I definitely agree with that, and I do feel 
like I said, I feel either one or go out with both of them and have a good time. You know, try to divert yourself from the situation with Stephen because he doesn't feel to me that he's ready to bounce out of this. Um, it, it honestly feels, did he lose a job? Because it feels to me that there was a job loss and that he's literally, um, you know, like scrambling and, and trying to get his footing and he, he can't. Right now he just can't put all the pieces back together. He can't and he did. He did lose a job here and he had to go home because of the fact that he had to take care of um, his, his, his mom and his uncle who are very ill. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot on his plate, so, you know, I don't know if he'll even come back to where I ever live again or not, but I just know that I had a very, um, I had a, a very close connection with him. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely you know, feel and, that and connection. I don't know what will evolve from it, but in the meantime, we both have to um, go on with our lives. Well, let me say regarding Stephen, I don't feel he's going to resurface in any healthy way for, you know, it could be six, seven, eight, nine months or longer. I mean, I just feel it's going to be a, you know, a decent amount of time before he takes any solid moves towards you. And I urge you, um, you know, if he steps forward in any way, you know, to be a friend, but don't jump into anything too quickly because especially if he surfaces any time in the near future, he's not ready, and it would end up being, you know, on and off, on and off, and that would end up driving you nuts as well. Um, I really feel if you have other men that are somewhat interested in you, if you could find that, you know, that desire within yourself to just, you know, go out and have a good time. I really feel with both Henry and Ames, um, I don't feel your heart 100% there, but I do feel you would enjoy their company and you would you would enjoy getting to know them. So um, you know, I, I I feel in the future you're going to hear from um, Stephen again, but um, don't to don't don't sit around waiting. If you have other opportunities, no, I'm not. And can I ask you? Um, do you see that this person that you're talking about that would be either of these three um, that would come into my life? Do you see? Um, within three or maybe six months that somebody would surface that would be truly someone that would be more to my to be with me um the only way you're going to end up drawing in that person is for you to truly start closing some some doors with with steven and allow yourself to be free from that energy because as long as you hold on to it you're going to hold yourself back um i'm Mm -hmm. feeling the potential it still feels to me early, uh, very, very late this year or early part of next year, potential of you meeting someone new. All right? Okay, so you're, you're saying about the next six months then? Um, six to eight months, the potential of meeting somebody new. But if you don't, you know, sort of work out in your own head what's going mm-hmm. on with, with Stephen, I, that could be delayed. Oh, well, you know what? That's what I need to hear. I need to just release. <laughs> so good. So you're on the right track. No, no, it's called, you know, it's like I, you're you're doing my affirmations for me, ladies. <laughs> well, let us know how it goes and good luck to you. All right. All right. All right, take care. Who's our next caller? 
Our next caller is Linda, and she's calling about her marriage. Linda. Hi, Linda. Hello. Hi, how can we help you? What's going on? Um, well, it's not going so well. So I just wanted to see, um, I guess, where it's headed, if it's worth, I guess, if it's fixable or if it's just something where I just need to move on. What is his first name? Eric. Eric, okay. Let me just connect with Eric. Why do you think that you might need to move on? Is Eric involved with somebody else? That's exactly what I was going to I I'm feeling the potential that he is. Um, I don't think so. Um, I just, it's just, there's just so much. I just feel like he's not... Present. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Dr. Cirillo, do you, do you have comments and then I'll make my comments? Well, you're saying you feel like he's not present. Have Have you been fighting about anything? Have you talked to him about? The yeah, that I mean, we've been. What else is going on? We've been fighting for for a long time. Um, about it seems like um, about how the how the marriage is going. Um, I just feel like it's a lot. It's like it's just me. I don't get the mm-hmm. help and support that I need. Okay, and that's in, in always been words, an issue. Do you have kids? Yes, we have two. Okay, and young kids? Yes, five and three. Oh, okay. So you it's pretty recently that these problems started, I imagine, if you have two kids that are young. Uh, yeah. How is he doing at work? What kind of support are you looking for that you don't get? Um, Just help around the house. Um, He pretty much... Goes to work and then comes home, eats mm-hmm. and just sits around. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and even on the weekend, he just wants to sit around. And I always hear, "Oh, it's my day off. It's my day off." Well, you know, I would like some relaxation time too, but it doesn't happen. Mm. You know, I, I mean, like to do some more stuff together. That's fun, and uh, he just seems to kind of be almost like a blob. Was he always this way, or does it seem like he suddenly became lazy, depressed? Uh... No, I mean, I think he's been, he's gone through a lot when he was younger and things like that, but it just seems like after he had a drinking problem, he still does, he just doesn't go out. It'll be like one time he'll go and just go overboard, and um, he kind of now, he doesn't, the friends that he had around him, were a very bad influence, so now he it's just work and and home, so mm-hmm. I know he's not happy at work. There's a bunch of things, but i mean i I go through a lot of stuff too. I'm not happy with a lot of things, but I still you know I have children to raise, I have a house to take care of, and I work part time also so you know he kind of feels to me this is lady Fontaine he kind of feels to me like I want to use the word lazy. Because mm-hmm. and it feels to me even before um, you had the kids, I don't feel him. I just feel him like in his own world. Yeah. You know, where he's not um, not really focusing or paying attention. It feels to me he never did. It just yeah. feels to me that's that's his mo. That's what mm-hmm. he's like. And I do feel very marginally you could get him to help you. You know, if you really sat down with him and you really said, look, I, I need you once a week to vacuum, you know, or, or you know, mm-hmm. take one or two small things off of your hands, I do feel you could get him to do that. 
But now, beyond see, I have that, got him. I have gotten him to that. We've gone, and this is one of the things, we've gone to counseling about mm-hmm. three. We've started and gone, and it's the thing where he'll start, but then just he'll just stop. And I feel like I'm as at my breaking point. As soon as they get close point. to anything. You know, maybe having the kid, sometimes this happens if you had a bad life when you were a kid, you kind of repress it. He seems like he just pushes things aside, buries it in a drink or the mm-hmm. TV or sleeping. And then when the kids are there, it, it it reactivates. You know, you can't just ignore it. And he, at some point, he's got to be willing to face whatever demons are in him that exactly. uh, he, he doesn't should be feel like to, to me. He doesn't, Doctor Thriller. He just doesn't feel to me that he takes you know responsibility or ownership for anything. He just doesn't. No. He feels very no. detached in energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he runs away from the pain. Oh yes. Either and, by and drinking kind of feels or now like, that he can't drink, he hides. But it kind of feels yeah. to me it's like you know he's almost acting like there is no problem. This is the way it always was. What's your problem? Oh, exactly. You know, yeah, that's yeah. what it yeah. feels he's like to me. Well, it's kind of to the point where I just, I mean, I went like five months not talking to him. Because I, I just had it because I just feel like, what else can I do? There's nothing I can do. You know, it takes two people for a marriage to work. And, you know, when one person's working at it and the other one just doesn't, you know, just doesn't have an input, then what am I left to do? Well, that's, since we that's ha- right. That's a choice that you have to make. You know, if mm-hmm. it's totally not fulfilling you, then you do have to do what's best for you. See, the, mm-hmm. the downside of this is I don't feel he's capable of much more than what he's giving. Again, marginally. I do Mm -hmm. feel you could get, you know, if he really, and I don't really feel he wants wants a divorce, but Mm -hmm. it almost feels to me that you, if you basically said, look, I I can't really take this, you're going to have to start, you know, helping out. You're going to have to start doing this or that. He will marginally help, but it's not Mm going to be, the kind of support that you really need, because you need more than just mm-hmm. somebody to take out the garbage. Mm-hmm. You know, it maybe you have to get that elsewhere. You have to make more female friends. I don't know if is your family nearby. Uh, mm-hmm. You have siblings. You have your own parents. Maybe those are the people that you have to do more fun or social or or kind of uh, emotional communication. Mm-hmm. With sometimes that happens that a man just isn't that good for opening up and uh, being there for you, or he's not a very social person. He's more of an introvert. Maybe if you found more that you enjoyed doing on your own, he might mm-hmm. even want to join because then he feels left out. Yeah, yeah I don't well, feel well, he well, would join. I feel he would just let her do whatever she wanted okay. to do. But then she'd be happy. Or, or well, she? I don't feel she would. Uh, what no. do you feel? That's the problem. We're not, like, even the intimacy. Just, uh, it's kind of like living with a roommate <laughs> who's yeah. helping you raise your kids. Right. I, that's where it's been for a while now. And, and that's unfortunately where I feel it's going to stay, again, marginally better. You, you know, if you can get them back in counseling or... Um, you really sit down and talk to him marginally, he'll contribute a little bit more. But Mm -hmm. it feels to me to be outside of his realm of understanding in a way to really give you the kind of emotional support and just to sit around and talk to you. It feels to me all your dialogue is 
you know, about the kids or mm-hmm. just bare, you know, the, the, the very bare essentials in life. Yes. Not anything that, you know, he even, you know, how was your day or how could I help or what do you need or what do you want or, gee, you look pretty, you know, and things of that nature. I just, he just doesn't feel to me, um, you know, I, uh, it's, it's just not ringing true that he's going to change in any dramatic or drastic way. And mm-hmm. like I had said earlier, to me it feels like he was always like this or pretty close to this. Yeah. Um, the two, you know, we can't tell you what to do. I think Dr. Mm-hmm. Cirillo gave some great ideas as far as, you know, sort of like in between steps that maybe if you broadened, you know, your horizons a little bit. We're not telling you to go out and have an affair, but, you mm-hmm. know, um, just try to find, you know, some time for you to do things on your own with, with friends or family or something like mm-hmm. that, that it might be a little bit richer and it might be more mm-hmm. tolerable for you. But I don't see him changing dramatically. Now, you had said in the beginning that you thought there might be someone else. Yeah. To me, you know what it actually feels like as if... Cause I can, for me, honestly, who I think... Because <laughs> uh, one of our psychiatrists had said it in a thing in one of our sessions is that he devotes all of his time to TV. And it's like he's having an affair. Mm. Because that's taking yeah, time yeah, away from me. And <laughs> I, I mean, I don't put it past any man to go out and cheat, or any woman, you know. But I just, deep down inside, I don't feel that he is. I don't know when he would, or if he would even have the energy to do that. But um, I hear what you're saying. What it feels to me is, um, Jason, I, I almost had a, I, I, I almost had a name before. It kind of sounded something like um, Rosa or something like that, Um, you know, what it almost feels to me is um, a friend of his, a female friend from Mm -hmm. the past, and it feels to me that um, he does talk, he does communicate, again, not in an intimate way or anything Mm -hmm. like that, um, but there is some sort of connection there, there is. And I'm not saying they're going out, you know, sleeping together every single day mm-hmm. or night or anything of that nature. But there is. Does he have an ex-girlfriend before that he went out with right before um, he met you? Um, and the name it feels to me that it, it, it it's it's an R name. I mean, it could be something other than Rosa, but it it just feels to me it's an R name. An R. Oh. Yeah. I know someone with an M or a K. That's it. Is the last name? Does it have an R? Um, there's What's a, the, what, what the are the M names? is Malin, and last name's LaRocca, and I'm not sure the last name, the other one's Kelly. Um, I'm getting a bigger hit on Kelly, actually, um, I don't know, there, it just feels to me that there's some communication going on. Now, would they be calling or emailing, or? Kind of feels more like emailing. But you know. I, it could be, there could be some phone co- dialogue. There could be. Okay. But it is interesting because you said that your counselor did say that he's he's involved with or he's having an affair with the TV set. So maybe that's a big chunk of the um, totally focused on something else mm-hmm. energy that's so around him. But, you know, to me, I'm feeling, um, you know, somebody from his past. Okay. Dr. Cirillo, do you pick up anything about that? Yeah, it could be someone that's 
safe like the television, you know, a friend that he talks to, but Mm -hmm. it seems like he's so in his own head and that he so uses any activity to escape some kind of emotional pain, some kind of trauma that might not even be that terrible, but it seems that way because he won't face it from the Mm -hmm. past. And that's where the kids, young kids and a wife and, and a family and the demands that go with it uh, are really getting on him. We haven't talked about your sex life. Does he have any interest in that? No, nothing. Was it always that way? Um, not in the beginning, but it's seen a decline. Okay. You he's know, on medic. He's on medication. I'm sorry. Oh, he is on medication. He's on medication. What is he on? Uh, Zoloft. Zoloft. Yes. Okay, that's, you know, that does decrease the male sex drive. It takes away depression, but obviously he was on it because he had anxiety and depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lack of a sex drive, especially in men, uh, normally is a sign that you're not feeling up to it. I, I would have him have a health checkup in general, not just, you know, the depression, the psychological is good, but I think mm-hmm. he should get back into it possibly if he gets into exercise or the two you could exercise together, men like that, and mm-hmm. it's something better than the television, and it's also helping him with his energy level because mm-hmm. there are physical and emotional problems that are there, and, and, and it's beyond your ability to cure these. Mm-hmm. If they're in the way of the relationship, you either have to accept them find a way that he's willing to work on them or uh, work around them. Mm-hmm. Um, do I need to be concerned about who he's talking to or no? It certainly isn't is coming it? through to me in, in any major way. It feels to me, um, I, I liked what Dr. Cirillo said, it being safe. Um, to okay. me, it feels like um, a convenience in a way. Okay. You know, uh, to me, it's not coming through as... Um, a strong, and especially if he's already having um, problems because of medication that he's on, mm-hmm. it's highly doubtful that um, he's going to go off because it doesn't feel so much like an affair as mm-hmm. talking to somebody. Okay. 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 All right. Well, good luck to you. All right. Thank you. All right. You're very thank welcome. You. All right. Bye bye. Who is our next caller? Well, next we have uh, Elizabeth, who wants to know if she will be in a relationship with Ted again. With Ted? Elizabeth, you there? Hello, Elizabeth? Yes, hi, Elizabeth. Hi, how are you? Hi. Hi. Okay. Good, good. So tell us what's going on. Um, I've kind of been involved with someone on and off for mm, quite a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm just wondering where it's going. And his name again was Ted. Yes. Okay. Um, let me tell you that it to me it's it comes through with a lot of um, emotion, a lot of feelings, and a lot of energy. Um, what I don't like, obviously, is the on and off stuff. But it feels to me at times you're the glue that that really holds you guys together. Um, you know, and, and it, it feels to me that he, uh, you know, when he steps away and when it goes off, it feels to me it's going off for very extended periods of time. Is that true? Yes. And how long have you been seeing him, like years? No, almost, um, let's see, about eight, nine months. 
Well, um, what I would highly suggest is when he pulls away, um, don't don't be reaching out to him because it feels to me in his energy, I don't, it's sort of like he's so confident that you're going to be there. So uh-huh. so so to me, it feels like your best approach with him. Um, is to be a very, very casual and um, almost not interested. And I feel that will sort of wet his whistle a little bit more and cause him in a way to step forward because he has such a, um, there's just, I don't know, almost like a cocky kind of energy that he knows you're going to be there. But to me it feels like you do reach out to him um, and do contact him even when he's not, you know, in an on time with you. And that's something I would highly suggest. It's just going to keep him put pulled away. It's not going to get him to move forward faster. Oh, okay, got it. Mm-hmm. But you're but you guys yeah, you're have right. not run your course, and he is going to be stepping forward again. But play it smarter this time. When he steps forward, act very casual. Don't make time for him right away. Make him work hard for this, because the harder he works, the more it validates to him how important it is. He loves the change. Right. He likes. Uh, he doesn't like something that's too easy. So uh, you got to give him a little bit of what he wants. Let him work for you. Right. Right. Well, we're separated. We're in different states, so it makes it a little hard. But it's still you got. It feels to me when you're in an on mode, you you have, um, you know, if it's email, if it's chat, if it's phone, whatever it is, it feels to me when you're in an on mode that you you know you make the time um and he makes the time but don't go out of your way for this guy make him work at it because he he just feels too cocky and too confident with this but you guys haven't oh, run wow. your course i honestly feel you know that there's some you know legitimate feelings between the two of you i really really feel that um but you need to you need to sort of stop this on and off mode and when he goes off you know, uh, to me it feels like you reach out to him pretty often. Is that true? Uh, when we're together, yes. Um, even that, I would let him do the work. I would let him do the work. Uh-huh. At least okay. for a while, at least until, you know, you saw a lot more steady response from him. Because his energy, I don't know, right. to me just comes through, you know, as if he's so self-assured that you're going to be there for him. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Dr. Cirillo, anything else from your end? Yeah, no, I mean, it sounds like you're pretty much on target. I'm getting the sense, uh, not that he has a girl in every state, but that he kind of likes the idea that it's a long-distance relationship and uh, maybe there's people where where he is that's pressuring him to uh, why he doesn't have anybody, and then he can always say, well, I have this girlfriend here, but he's he's not really the type that... uh, want somebody around that much. He seems to kind of want you on his terms. So I think Lady's right when she's saying maybe you can be there for him, but you can't just immediately uh, jump every time he snaps his fingers. You've got to uh, right. take your own meaning right. into I, consideration I and let him know that. Yeah, I, I didn't think that he was that serious when he when he gets like that, when he withdraws, so then I withdraw, and then he doesn't think I'm serious, and then there's a big mess, so... I just didn't think he was that serious, so I kind of backed off. Well, that is the best approach. Just back off and let him take the steps forward. But when you take, when he takes the steps forward, it feels to me you guys go right back where you left off immediately. 
there's no sort of that's exactly re- what he said. Yes, that's exactly there, what he said. Right. There's no sort of like, you know, reinitiation phase and that's what you should be controlling is that reinitiation phase and make him work for it at that point rather than just jump right back because that's it's sort of like um you're rewarding him for his bad behavior because there he takes off and you don't hear from him for days weeks or months whatever it is yet when he steps right back in you go right back to where you started from so you're rewarding that negative behavior Oh, okay. Reward the good okay. behavior and punish the bad behavior. By punish means just be a little bit more distant. Don't make yourself so available. Make him work for it. Right. Because you're making okay. it way too well, easy you. for him. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, you're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thanks. Goodbye. Who is our next caller? Our oh. next caller is John, and John wants to know if there's self-employment in his future. Hi, John. Oh. Hi, John. No, Namaste. How are you? Um, hanging in there. I've been good, better. Good, you want to be an entrepreneur, right? Uh, sort of. So tell yeah. us what's going on. Um, well, I'm a, a light worker myself. Mhm. Um, and I was propositioned back in April from uh, with another healer to open up our own shop and. Mm-hmm. I was working really hard for two months to get this up and running, and now everything just fell out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and actually, when you started to talk about this, I was the first thing that came to my mind is this isn't the opportunity for you, but another opportunity will be coming your way. Um, you know, being a light worker, you know, if it, if you're supposed to be involved in this and you're supposed to make it with this per, this person and this opportunity was right it would fall through it would work for you it wouldn't fall through um my gut feeling is even though you're saying it's all falling apart i kind of feel you you and this other person are going to scramble in some way to sort of pick up the pieces and and in some way you know resurrect this but it's it's not ringing true to me it just isn't my gut feeling is um okay just sort of scanning forward a little bit to see. Um, I'm going to tell you, by 2011, in the very, very early part of 2011, um, I feel you're either going to have hooked up with somebody else or in some way this is going to be totally remade um, and, 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 and fixed in some way. So I don't know what's broken or what fell apart here, but I'm feeling a, a total transformation around you and I honestly feel that at that point the very very beginning January February of 2011 um, you're going to be in your own business doing what you should be doing because I feel very strongly that um, as a light worker you're very talented and you have the ability um, a very very strong ability and and I feel your future is going to be leading you in that direction awesome so Thank what actually, like, is it something you feel comfortable telling us as far as what actually fell apart? Yeah, how did it fall apart? That, that was my first thought. What, okay, sure. What did fall apart? Something went wrong. Well, I'm surrounded by Southern Baptists, and my partner made a mistake um, in front of, while well, trying to get a business permit, of saying that she was psychic. And right. as soon as the word psychic was heard, all of a sudden, like, I don't know. I thought that they were going to It's a like, conflict with God. I, I know what you're saying because I lost a television show on a, 
on, on a local New York, Long Island station because he heard, the man heard myself and his partner talking about psychic and reincarnation, and he felt that God cured his cancer. So mm-hmm. therefore, he didn't want to hurt God in any way, so he wouldn't have us on. And, you know, one thing that, whether it's Baptist or Christian religion, actually reincarnation is not against it. It's just I know the Catholic Church decided it was too complicated to teach. So one doesn't have to mean that you don't believe in God just because you believe in psychic phenomena. Or There is a place for both. Give to God what's God's and give to Caesar or the psychics what's his. But I hear what you're saying. A lot of Orthodox religious people see that split, and if they're very rigid, as most people who are very, very religious are in their beliefs, that could be enough to mess up the business. It's a shame because, you know, at some point everybody's going to say the wrong thing in our relationship at work. Uh, and if one thing could push all these people away, maybe they're not the right people for you and your partner to be Right, with. right. I mean, that's my feeling. And there's going to be a whole, you know, transformation going on, John. Um, so maybe it's that you'll be looking in a different location or a different area because it doesn't feel to me that this particular opportunity is the right either place or time or, you know, um, or if, if you were looking at an actual building, um, but something else will be coming up and you're going to actually be opening um, a business or opening shop by the very beginning part of next year. Beautiful. Excellent. So there's Thank a lot you. of great things in your future and keep us posted. We would love to hear more about this. Excellent. Will do. All right, great. Thank you very much for the call. Thank you. Namaste. Namaste. Um, Who is our next caller? We have Jada, and Jada is wondering if there's marriage in her future. Hi, Jada. Hi, Jada. Hi. Hi, Hi. how are you? Taking my call. I'm good, thank you. Good. How can we help you? I wanted to see if you can tell me if you pick marriage up for me in my future. Let me just scan you and see what I pick up. All right. A um, couple things are jumping out at me. One is, um, you know, there for whatever reason, I'm picking up a lot of opportunities around you. Um, so are there more than one, um, is there more than one person around you right now um, that either you're dating or um, that wants to date you because it, uh, it, I'm picking up so many people around you, so many males that really? um, it's. I wish I could see them. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I'm you're glad not you see seeing, them because I don't. If you're, if you're not <laughs> seeing them, then they're obviously going to be coming in very soon. But what I Maybe wanted to see you, even well, if you don't see them. That I mean that that's an interesting perspective. I mean, are you are you not because to me it feels like there's one or two men that are extremely interested in you that are in your I do life know right now. I, I I do know of one, but I see him as strictly as a friend. Right. And what I actually what I was going to say to you is that um neither of I feel too, but neither of the men that I feel around you feel right to me, but as I'm scanning your energy, they're extremely prominent. So the one guy that you're aware of must be extremely overt with his, because um, he's gushing love in, in energy towards you. Right. Oh, and he's, he's doing that in person as well? Yes. Okay. All right. I just wanted to try to, you know, figure out who all these men were that I, that I felt around you anyhow. 
All right. When I when I move forward and I look forward. All right. Let me before we talk about marriage. Let me tell you that I feel you're going to meet um, a, a, a new man, totally new, not anybody that you know or that you've you know even seen around. Um, I kind of feel in the October November time frame of this year. Um, this person is going to come into your life. I want to say to you that it almost feels to me there's going to be an instant connection with the, between the two of you, but it feels to me that it's going to be very slow to move forward. And I know that's sort of like hitting it from opposite ends because usually when there's a great connection, it moves very quickly. This is not showing itself to me as moving quickly. It also feels to me that he's from outside of your area, um, I would say it kind of feels to me a couple of hours outside of your area. That might be some of the reason why I'm feeling it's going to go s slower, but it feels to me slow and steady, and it feels to me that there's a tremendous likelihood that this could lead to a long-term committed relationship. When I look ahead, I'm going to be honest with you, I do feel that there, um, that marriage is in your future, but nothing, it's not jumping out at me that I could say to you, okay, by June of next year, you're going to be married. Take note of the fact that I said that June of next year, because usually when I throw something like that out, it turns out to be, you know, an actual prediction, but it's not showing itself. My guides are not saying to me that without a doubt, you're going to be married by a certain date, but I do feel very, very strongly this new person coming in definitely has the potential of being long-term committed relationship and definitely feels to me that it could lead to something, you know, very, very major in your life. Okay. Okay. Dr. Cirillo? Yeah, yeah. It seems like you have choices out there that you don't really know are available. Um, certainly, you're not really involved with someone. Why you why you think is marriage in the future? Do you feel a certain pressure to get married in the near future? Because it's not well, like you know people say that when they're in a relationship, but it sounds like you really want to be attached to someone, and you and you don't see any right person around you. Right. Um, I I because I do run into um, a lot of men, but just I don't have that soul connection with them and so I just kind of keep going How right I mean I could feel the men around you there's no doubt I mean because like I said I feel there's more that are interested in you than you're even that you're even you're even acknowledging at this point right right exactly but Jada does not want to be an old maid that's what no, it seems no. like and, uh, exactly you've got to uh, how old are you I'm 38 Okay, all right, so it's the idea of, of that you feel the certain pressure, I would say, before 40. You're saying, exactly. I, I want to start a family, and, uh, yeah, well, maybe you need to consider one of these friends uh, that really want to be more than friends, that maybe they are an appropriate life partner. I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I guess I need to be a little more open, huh? Well, that I would – I agree with Dr. Cirillo on that one, Jada. I do think you should be a little bit more open because sometimes, um, you know, gifts come in, in packages that are different than what we expect them to come in, and it feels to me some of these suitors that you have around you really are nice guys, and it feels to me you're not even giving them the, you know, the right time of day. You know, I feel you so totally – um, shut down from them and almost acting like they're in a, more of an annoyance than anything else. True? 
Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> that's, that's <not> nice. <laughs> Um, so I agree with Dr. Cirillo there, but I'm feeling that this new suitor that's coming in at, towards the in the in the fall sometime, um, October November time frame, I kind of feel has the potential of really knocking your socks off and really um, really propelling you to a different level in a relationship. Um, I feel the connection there, and I feel the potential there. Okay, well that's nice. So you'll okay. keep us posted and let us know? Yes, I will. Thank you. All right, good. So good luck to you. Good. Okay, bye-bye. All right, take care. Um, who is our next caller? We have Leslie, and I believe you've talked to Leslie before, so we're going to talk to her about an update. Okay, Leslie? Hi, yes. Leslie. Hi, hi. Um, tell us what's going on. Re- well, refresh our memories as far as what we talked about the last time. Um, well, we've talked about me and my husband having some up and down issues with our marriage. Um, and um, I thought it was probably about three weeks ago that I talked to you. But right now, we're actually, we are separated, and he's actually living in the barracks for 30 days. Whether it's temporary or not, it's up in the air. But as of right now, it's temporary. So I was just kind of calling to see kind of what you see happening from here on out. Because right. I know last time you said it was just, it was going to be up and down, but you still you still thought there was a chance. Right, and his first name again? Scott. Um, I'm still feeling it's temporary. I don't feel that you guys have fully run your course yet. I really, really don't. Um, I do feel, and I don't remember exactly what the energy felt like the last time we spoke. Cause it was, I think it was only a couple weeks ago we spoke. But it kind of has the feel to me that um, things are a little bit quieter. So is he a little bit more withdrawn or a little bit more distant at this point? Oh, yeah. Um, but I still feel that, you know, even if it, it, even if it goes beyond the 30 days, I don't feel that you guys have fully run your course, and I don't feel that he's ready to walk away from this marriage. Yeah, because, like, um... He moved out, um, let's see, two two weeks ago, yes, two day, no, yeah, two weeks ago tomorrow. But um, he, he moved back out. in the barracks. Was he forced to go back? Did did the military tell him he had to go back, or did he choose? No, to he he asked he asked his command for a temporary barrack room, saying he told them that he was we were having problems with them in the marriage. And that he just needed a, a place to go, and so they gave him a barracks room for thirty days. Okay. So he's been in there for not quite. He's been in there for two weeks. So, well, um, at least he's with a bunch of guys. You know, he didn't move out with with a, with another lover or anything. Sounds like yeah. he needs some time to be by himself and think about things and think about the future. Uh, what's standing in the way from from your point of view? Well, I know I haven't talked to him since Friday, and um, it's been like he hasn't called or anything like that. And um, well, he has called, but I wasn't around my phone. Like I was outside, my phone was inside, and he'd send text messages, "Hey, why aren't you answering your phone?" And then when I call him back, he would answer his phone. So it was just kind of like, "Okay, I'm not gonna play the phone game, the phone tag game." And then he actually left this morning to go to Texas because his mom's having emergency surgery tomorrow. 
And so he's actually left today, and he'll, he'll be back um, on Monday, I believe he said, on the 5th. So he's actually in Texas, so he's not even here. But I still haven't talked to him. I didn't even know what time he left or anything. I just knew he was leaving today. So it's just, it, he has been really distant in the last few days. So you're, okay. you're, you're being left in limbo. Do you have any kids? Oh, we have two. You have two kids, yeah. So, you know, you want to know what's happening. Well, when will he get kind of a final uh, result on what's going to be with his military career? Maybe after he resolves that, I think he'll be in a, a better position to uh, discuss the future of your relationship. Okay. Whenever that happens. Well, okay. you know, and I'm still feeling. I, I I agree with Dr. Cirillo, but I just don't feel that he's ready to walk away from this. To the best of your ability, um, try to just give him the time and the space. Don't don't over you know don't over you know reach out to him or anything like that. I mean, obviously, if he reaches out to you you know, be receptive, but it just kind of feels to me he's got things to sort of um, organize or work out in his own head, and once he does, it feels to me that he's going to make very significant steps to, to fix things. But um, I, to me, it feels, like I said to you before, more distant than it did when you called a couple weeks ago, and it also feels to me um, that he's still a distant a bit away from. He's not ready to make that decision yet to come back and, and you know, resolve all the issues. It still feels to me that it could be weeks away, if okay. not longer. Okay. And I have one other small question. It may sound kind of weird, but I've been, um, like, the last, I guess, five or six days, I found myself, like, eating a lot, like, snacking all the time, and I've been really tired, and I've actually been... Um, like urinating quite a bit, and I've been having some really weird dreams, like I'm having a baby or whatever. Does do you see anything with that? So, are you asking me if I see if you're pregnant? Yes, I have an IUD, but it's still I'm just having all these weird dreams, so it's just weird. Um, I'm scanning you. I mean, that is not my specialty by any means. Um, you know, to determine if, if if you're pregnant, I'm not feeling it at that at this moment. Okay. Um, but, um, you know, there's certain people that are better qualified, and I don't mean a doctor, but certain people just can perceive that better than me. Um, okay. So um, right now... I'm just kind of scared to go get, like, a test or something done. I just... Because I just think right now the wrong time, if I right. am, I just don't want to... You know what I mean? So... Right. No, I agree. I, I feel that would put just a lot of extra pressure on him. But if you are, you are, and he should know yeah. about it and then factor that into the big picture. So maybe do okay. a home test just to see. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Thank you again. All right. Thank You're you. very welcome. Bye. Bye. Lady Fontaine. Yes. And Dr. Cirillo. We Please only have about call. four minutes left. So do you want to take a quick call or should we wrap this up? Um, do we have one more caller? We have one more caller. Okay. Uh, we have Sandy who has a choice between jobs. Okay. We'll we'll take her call. Okay. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Sandy. Oh. Hi. Hi. We don't have a lot of time, but tell us what's going on. I was let go from a company, and I worked there for strictly commission, 
and I'm trying to get back on with that company. In the meantime, I have a job interview with, on Friday with another company, and that's also working for commission. I just wondered if you saw the old company taking me back, or if I would end up going to work for the new company and you know earning actually pulling an income within the next couple of weeks. All right. The the first company, the old company, kind of feels to me there's going to be a gap in between um, the time that you were let go and the time they would even be ready um, to take you back. So when did they let you go? Oh, wow. They let me go, um, I think it was like the second, it's still fresh, like the second week, um, the third week in June. Oh, okay, yeah. No, there, there's going to be a bigger gap than that. So my gut feeling is, um, that door will still be open, but not right now is what my guides are saying. Um, the opportunity that that you're going or the job interview that you're going on on Friday to me feels like um, almost a shoe in. Is this through somebody? Is this through somebody that you know? Because it almost feels like a connection of some sorts that got you this this job opportunity or this job interview. You know, I, I don't know. Um, I don't know if there's anything going on behind the scenes or anything like that, but I've already had one interview with that company, and now this will be my second interview. Well, it sounds, it you, sounds like you're not as hot on this as you were on the first company, and you want to get back to the first even as a consultant, but you're torn because this is the guarantee of a steady paycheck. That's what I wanted to know. If it was a legitimate company and I'd be able to take care of my immediate living expenses with it. Well, I feel the second opportunity, the second this interview you're going on on Friday, to me does feel legit. Uh, I do feel um, it doesn't feel like you're going to jump in and you know uh, making make money the first day or week that you're there, but it feels like it has long-term potential without a doubt. Um, are you able, because to me it feels like you need short-term potential. Yeah, I, I'm, in the meantime, I'm looking in many other different companies. Mm -hmm. uh, but, right, yeah, I need something SOS now. Right, it's it kind of feels that. I, I feel you're going to have something in the next few um, we're almost out of time, but yeah, we're still within the next couple sec within the next couple of weeks, you will have income coming in. Um, this one opportunity on Friday does feel to me that it's going to manifest for you, but that feels to me to be a long-term opportunity, not an immediate, um, you know, payback for you. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank um, you. You're very welcome. Good luck to you. Thank um, you. Well, we are definitely out of time, so good night, everybody, and we will see you back here next week.